When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We found out you can't buy four tickets at one time. You have to buy two. So Lori's going back in. I mean, that should have been cleared front and center. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, sure. Because then you kept you then you get these little warning. Well, tickets are growing fast. Quick, tickets are going fast. So I keep picking new seats and then they disappear and then they get. Are uh, we done? Did we buy them all? I bought two. Oh, get back in there and get the I other bought, two. No, I my my friend is going to have to. She's she has to do this. I can't. I, I'm not. They can they can buy it. You know. And I right. just said here's here's where we are. We're going to be in the general vicinity of each other on the floor. On right. Yeah, Julia. Um, this has it, been this has been a sp- oh, and then I spent more than I planned. Well, of course you have. Because I ended up in row 13. Oh, oh, well, that's even better. Well, yeah. Julia, I know. It's a mar- it's a remarkable upgrade. <laughs> I don't know how that <laughs> happened. It's just like your Delta card. Oh, you just got yeah. upgraded in Rolling Stones because you bought so many tickets and haven't gone to their concerts. They keep getting canceled. Oh. So there you go. This has been a fun experience Thank that you, we've people. all shared together here Thank on my you. talk we appreciate hannah, mm-hmm. hannah posted a very funny she tweeted out at my talk on yeah. her twitter account a very yeah. funny picture of someone blowing into a bag Lori's panic oh, no. at the disco trying to get the tickets to the rolling stone yeah well then i'll play i think that that should have been louder that you can't buy website. four tickets at one time yes because well, people ridiculous. are dinking around and usually you can buy four tickets I would agree with you there. You know, because you bought four tickets the last time that you bought Rolling Stones tickets. Yes. So why would it be different? Yeah. But I so, mean, usually people go to concerts with two other people. Like, you know, it, it seemed like a weird thing. And, and it kept telling me I was over my limit. And I thought, have I un- not unchecked all the dream seats that I was first planning on? You know, because it Row is one by myself. You know, how <laughs> it's like doing the airplane seats with Ticketmaster. Clickety clickety. <sighs> And then my worst nightmare, your phone is your ticket. Like, how oh. am I going to remember where that is? Your phone? I mean, not my phone, but the link. No, Lori and I like paper. I want to Get- print a paper <laughs> ticket because this will be the first concert I've ever gone to that I didn't have a ticket sub. Get, kept- t- get that app. So it's right there for you and it's ready to go. Oh, on my Ticketmaster? Yes. I have it on my app. Okay, well, that's, go on your that's where it is. Okay, wonderful. Oh, oh I thought I was going to have to find my... No, 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 get that. It, it, it should be. If I have it, that. If, yeah, you have oh, that. This, is, this <laughs> if, has really been fun. But still, still, this, it ah. is a real, okay, you're going to see the greatest rock and roll band, arguably probably the oldest. I you want to have, have a ticket stub. Don't you want to have a ticket Collectors stub? Collectors everywhere are going crazy. That's Move right. Move over stamp collectors. <sighs> 
What are you going to do? I hope my friend is getting her tickets. You know, but we'll I, keep everyone posted yeah. on this very, very, well, and very maybe compelling other story. Right? Didn't know that the tickets went on sale. We're getting today. thank you notes right and left. Thank you, Lori. I, I started following you as giving me anxiety on Twitter the last I'm hour. I'm going to put it in the public file. Uh huh. Yeah. Please, well, you, you can, Holly, you must. You must. <laughs> Honestly, she's helping people right and left. Okay, so the Olympics are happening. We just keep kind of hearing disaster story after disaster story, but they are happening. It all kicks off tomorrow night on Channel 11 here on NBC. Um, Things have already happened. The women's softball team, USA softball team, has already won twice. The women's soccer team lost their first, but they're going to win. You know, blah, blah, blah. So things are happening. But we have, like, over 20 athletes from Minnesota or a Minnesota connection that are going to be performing. Um, Some Minnesota Lakes. Performing? Well, Whatever, Lori. Give Competing. me a break. Competing. Thank you. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. I'm so sorry that I said Olympians the wrong word as you've been stressing us out for an hour well, with your ticket purchasing. I know, but Julia, performing makes it seem like it's not, you know, as serious as competition. Okay, well, And they're already having a hard enough time selling these Olympics as competition as it is literally just melting in front of the world on the stage, you know. It really It's going is. downhill fast. The director of the Friday night, um, you know, big performance to kick off the games has just had to resign because like, he's done bad things. The director yeah. of it? The, <gasps> the musical director had to quit mm-hmm. two months ago because he did bad things in his past. I'm telling you, social media does not forgive. No, it isn't that, Julia. Here's the thing. It makes people accountable. Yes, agree. And one of the things that Japan has long had is it is a very macho I didn't, society. I would never think that yes. about Japan. Yes. It is very, it has been, in fact, I would say that. That, that surprises me beyond belief. Oh, yeah. Even though it's fashion forward and right. technology forward. it um, And cute forward. Traditionally, yeah. For, traditionally speaking, yeah, it's a very strange backwards situation yeah. as far, further behind than the U.S., let's say that. And but then, also ahead of the U.S. and that Japanese revere old and young people. Yes, they do. And this is why they're so mad, because their vaccine plan has left them vulnerable. Beyond. And so the entire country is mad that they're having all these foreigners come in yeah. because their country is at 21% vaccinated. Yeah. So even though most people like Rachel Blount, did you read her column today? I didn't. Spit, 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 spit. They are spitting right and left. Everybody got Has a bag a rapid, of like vials. Right. Rapid COVID test. Yeah. And... um Anyway, I it's really going to be the most they'll be able to write a lot of stuff and have a lot of stories to tell about the people who are even covering the Olympics. Right. Because all their think about all the stuff. I mean, NBC, they just, you know, first they Ronan Farrow, you know, they they screwed the pooch on. They've done so many things and then they pay this big money for the Olympics. And I feel bad for all the staff that's over there because they normally go out and they do things to right. fill airtime. Well, experience the culture. Experience the and culture. And that's the fun stuff that you get to see, but they have none of that. None of it. How no. many? We actually, you know what Svanna did? And it was kind of fun. It gave me a pang because I forgot how much I love a Japanese Lori market. lived in Japan for seven years. Um, And she was at the market. Oh, okay. I mean, she was, they're allowed to go out to get food for 15 minutes a day. That's the only thing they can leave their hotel for. How? All these people. Horrible. Okay. 
Mm. How? So I'm like, okay, how many days can they film everybody going? Well, there's vending machines. I mean, there's going, this is the kind of stuff they're going to fill with. They're going to be creative beyond belief. But it's only where they can go. And they are timed when they leave. The Japanese are very efficient people. (laughs) And they will call somebody, the police on you, if you're not back in your 15 minute window of time. Are you kidding? No. Oh, this, you should read this both just, Jim Suen and Rachel Blount. In the Star Tribune, I will read them. I haven't read those yet. And then they had today the 17 Olympians competing for the U.S. as well as like 14 other athletes that have a University of Minnesota tie or a high school tie that are competing for their home country. Right. So it's kind of interesting. I mean, everything from, you know, every sport just about. Sure. It's kind of. It's all happening. All right. But. Yeah. We got to do go to random thoughts. Well, Julia, We're hasn't gonna, it been random enough around here today? I think it has for all of us. I think, Holly, do we agree? Uh, very random. Uh-huh. All right, we'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, so I don't know if you guys saw this today, but it is hysterical. It was these two 13-year-olds, Kylie and her friend. They were going on the Seaside Slingshot, which is a ride that just shoots you up in the air. You did it at the fair. I did. Oh, my oh. gosh. Oh, did you throw up? With no, her son. With I was son. so impressed oh. that you did that slingshot. Oh, oh. 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 so I went, Julia. We, I had to do it. My Yeah. I was the chosen parent for that one. That one was brutal, but it was so fun. I was, it was I mean, so that fun. was like one of the times when you just like flat out lay me down on the floor, impressed me. Oh, wow. Because there would have been no amount Not of peer pressure, was- even a child. Now, I don't have a, you know, kid, so I don't know that I can say this, but I was just so impressed with your fearlessness that you would do this for your kid. I mean, I couldn't believe it. Well, remember when I repelled down a building downtown Minneapolis, the Hyatt? You did that too. I did You're it. The, you I are the fearless yes. physical one. I am fearless. All right, so here's the deal. <laughs> so here's the audio of this girl, Kylie, and she is on the sling slot shot. Oh, ride. I like your new word, sling slot. Uh-huh. It's a sling slot. <laughs> when an eagle comes right into her face. It's a classic case of now you seagull, now you don't. 13-year-old Kylie Holman celebrating her best friend Georgia's birthday on the boardwalk in Wildwood, New Jersey. She wanted to do the slingshot, and I've done the slingshot previously, so I wasn't that nervous. Not nervous about being launched into the air at 75 miles per hour, but right as she and Georgia took off, Kylie knew this ride would bring a different thrill. When I got shot up then i saw it and it was going the opposite way and it came back Mm. and hit me right in the face Mm. it felt really light and it only left like the tiniest scratch the goal flying away seemingly unharmed as well all of this happening right next to georgia who seemed to be having an even tougher time than kylie and the bird combined did she have any idea what was going on no i was trying to tell him told me to stop talking because she thought she was going to throw up. The feathery (laughs) fiasco happening in the first few seconds of the ride. The girls flipping and spinning in the air for almost a full minute afterwards. But before they were even back on the ground, Kylie knew this story was too high-flying to be believed. 
without evidence. <laughs> Nor could the internet. The video mm -hmm. racking up hundreds of thousands of views. So... Oddly enough, Kylie says this is kind of a dream come true. She loves animals and says she's always wanted to catch a seagull. I saw it over the internet, like people trying to catch them, and I thought it would just be cool. But usually people get close to them with bread and chips, not at 75 <laughs> miles per hour oh. with their oh. face. Will you ever ride the slingshot again? Yeah. Oh. So, it was so. Oh, did you wonder about airplanes and having bird, you know, thing? Because that can happen if you're at the right height and that you're projectiling along. And I swear that happened to Fabio. Yes, it did. That a bird, yes. a seagull, was he on a roller coaster? Yes. Where the hell was Fabio? He too had a seagull encounter, oh. but the slingshot and. She seemed like her calm, the way she re released it, and yeah. she just took her, her right friend's her eyes head. were closed. Oh. I mean, it was hysterical. Her friend was in a living <laughs> hell. It looked like it was so funny to yeah. watch her friend. But yeah. that is a great video. Yeah, uh, yeah. Fabio got hit in the face by a goose riding a roller coaster <laughs> at Bush Gardens, Williamsburg, Virginia. But his face got bloodied but, up. Yes, well, because a goose, a goose is, is big. big. Yeah. Wow. And Lori. I don't know if this is a true story or if someone was pulling my leg, a mechanic. Okay. When uh, I, I worked at Sun Country right. and I was getting like a tour. And oh, the, uh, yeah, I was getting a tour. And at that time, Sun Country had DC 10s, mm -hmm. which are the huge. Yep, loud. Well, big, big charter. Yep. I mean, big, you could, like, people could put their motorcycles sure. in the belly of those things. Three rows. Three rows, yeah. And anyway, I said, I looked at these, and I said, these things have got to hit birds. And he goes, oh, yeah, they do. And the Boeing, when they make the motors, one of the things they do is they projectile frozen turkeys at this set velocity. Sure, to see if it can handle it. Yes. Wow. And mm -hmm. what you believe so that it. they know, uh, you know, where they're at, like if, if they have damage or not. Mm -hmm. I guess I believed it. I, I guess totally I believe, believe it. That. Like that seems like the logical thing. Like you would want to know that at exactly. what speed and what air thing can oh, good before Lord. you have a blade break. It's a great video, though, if you want to get so a, a good giggle. I thought it was something. All right. So today is the 168th birthday of Central Park in New York City. Okay. So have I they have thought of that 160. They did. Years ago? So I have a couple fun facts for okay. you from Central Park. It's the only. It's the very first landscaped public park in the country, and in 1853 the plans were approved, and wealthy New Yorkers wanted a park like those they saw in the European cities That's that they true, came yeah. from in London. So it was in, completed in 1870. And after that, so many different public parts. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Popped up all over the U.S. It's bigger than the country of Monaco. It is, um, Central Park is on a rectangular plot. If you've never been mm-hmm. there, it stretches six miles and contains within it 26 baseball fields, seven bodies of water, and 58 miles of pathways. Yeah. There's only one straight path in the entire park. The designers, Calvert and Vu, I'm sure I'm pronouncing their names wrong, designed Central Park. Um, they wanted natural curving forms throughout the entire park, but they intentionally only did one straight path, a quarter mile pedestrian path that runs midway through the park known as the mall. And um, it, the mall is, is quite what it has. that's really unique now, especially with the elm trees. You know, there's been a big killing off of elm trees. There's massive diseases. It has quadruple rows of elm trees. And that's why during the fall foliage, you know, fall season's changing. People love that area of the mall because it's got so many elm trees. It's the most filmed location in the world. Yeah, You've seen it in the Avengers when Harry met Sally, Elf, Home Alone 2, um, all Gossip Girl, Mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. The Alice in Wonderland sculpture Mm -hmm. was designed for kids to climb on it. So the mushrooms were steps to get people to be able to go up on top. So they had a meeting spot. Yeah, they had all of that designed, um, ready to go. Well, that long ago. Uh Uh-huh. It has the famous carousel, the 57-horse carousel. It's one of the world's largest and oldest merry-go-rounds. It was built over 100 years ago. Is that where the stables are? I I can't remember, Lori, Mm. but they got it from Coney Island. It was the gonna, carousel. The carousel came from there, and it replaced the park's first three carousel. It must be because a fire destroyed two of them. Wood and a live mule or horse was said to power the original. Ah. So it probably is close to the stable, yeah. stables. The only other thing about it is you can buy adopt a bench, and there's more than nine thousand benches in um, Central Park, and you can put a personalized plaque on the benches the per, for the price of ten thousand dollars, and you get a hundred twenty like, characters. How much that is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You do wonder, because you see dedications in parks around the Twin Cities at the State Fair. Yeah. You can do it. Yeah, I you always know? thought that would be in the way. Like, sprinkle my ashes somewhere and then buy me a bench somewhere. 10, I'd be good with a bench at the fair. A bench at the fair would be great. Sit right here and make up stories about people and memory. You know, kinda, whoever. Take right. a load off. Right. I kind of like it. It's ha- it's National Hammock Day. When's the last time you guys were in ha- Hammock? Just uh, last weekend. Were you? Yeah, Chris put up the oh, he did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah. That is like a soothing experience. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. Back, everybody. We're delighted to welcome J.H. Kieran. Um, he's written a book, Stories from Mrs. Robinson's E-Learning Adventures. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can see our cute book right here. And we just found out... Her name's Nicole, and yeah. she used to work in our promotions department back in the day when we first started here. So nice to see you, Nicole, and thanks for coming in studio. Thank you so much for having me. It's like full circle. It feels really good to be here after 
um, doing all your promotions that's, back in the day. That's okay, so which, funny. Is, which is like setting up tables in the chat. Yes, and handing and out names. all your things and oh. seeing your image all the time. Oh, that's so and funny. You know, and and there have been so many people that have come through here, but yet there's only been like two people that have been ahead of that because you knew our The promotions. Mel. Yeah. Yeah. Mel. yeah. So that's welcome. Fun. <laughs> okay, so tell us about this stories from mrs robinson e learning adventure how you got the idea it's a darling book Thank you. tell us all about it so well i've been writing for like 15 years so right after i did promotions for you at night i would i would write and i've been writing forever so i have all these notebooks and computer files full of stories and i've done nothing with them because i've always worked but now this last year when my kids were doing e-learning online i realized well a i was like i can't believe what these teachers have to go through I mean, oh. I these teachers are saints. Like I, listening to them. Think, do you think parents will be nicer to teachers now that they were teachers at home? Absolutely. But, I mean, I would. I even I appreciate my teachers' specials, teachers like the art by Ed, mm -hmm. music so much more because mm -hmm. in your mind as a mom, I was like, oh, that's they, the easy they just, fun job. Yeah, and, and mm -hmm. they never see them, but they do see them like every week, and they form relationships. And I was like, I had no idea they were such a big part of their day, and they like you know, really bonded with them. So I, one night I was laying in bed in like November thinking... How old are your kids? So they're six and eight. So okay. kindergarten and second grade. Okay. Yep. So I was laying in bed thinking, I can't just get these teachers the normal chocolate and candy for Christmas. I got to think of something. Like they're saints. I got to think of something. Mm -hmm. And then I thought I should get him a book. And then I thought I should get him a book about this. And then I looked it up on Amazon and I was like, there's nothing exists because we're living it. So, right. You know, like. Right. So I started kind of thinking like, I, I, I'm a writer. I could but, write yeah, a book about this. Did you start this. journaling? I started what? journaling okay. and I started just getting ideas of like um, the funny things the kids would do. I would just do Zoom, notes in my phone. Yeah, on Zoom. I was okay. observing. And I would just start taking notes. And then maybe two months later, I thought, I think I could do this. I think I could write a real story. So that was in January. And then I just hit the ground running writing. And I had to think of how I could how I could tell the story. And then I read to my daughter one night, Sideways Stories from Wayside School, that book. Mm -hmm. And in that book, every chapter is kind of a story about mm -hmm. the kid. And I thought, that's it. I can take each kid in the class because they all do. There's always a stereotypical like. The kid who interrupts, the kid who right. is constantly chatting on the chat, you know. So I thought right. I'll take each one of those things and then write a chapter about it and then kind of highlight that story. So each chapter is kind of its own story. So yeah. parents could read a chapter a night. It's kind of a cute little but give thing. Give us a story. Tell yeah. us one story. Well, um, so the favorite is Naked Nate. And Naked Nate <laughs> is because of my son. Um, when he would have to go to the bathroom during his meeting, he would just leave the meeting, leave his computer on, yeah. go to the bathroom, take down his pants. And then he was in such a rush to get in there. He would run pulling up his pants while he was running. So sure. I was just sure his little butt was going to be on screen. I was sure. just sure of it. Yeah. Right. And then like, and later he would be like, I would go in there to check on him and his shirt would be off. And you know, the teachers can only see. Sure. So, so I was like, he Zoom. probably thinks he's naked. And now since I've written that chapter, one of the teachers was like, I had a naked Nate. Yeah. And I, you don't know. She was like, I don't know. Do I call it out? Or no. do I, you know, so she Send said. Send the mom a yeah. note later like, or the dad or yeah, whatever. Yeah, because when the kids are at home, it's been my observation being an auntie and, you know, to different, the, a lot of kids, like when they're at home, when they're under the age of like eight or nine, they do like to have their shirt off and run around. They do. They, they love do. it. My son does it all the time. Yeah, it's yeah. just something. They'll have their pants on or their shorts, but they just like to have their skin out and be ramming around. Yep. 
They That's... absolutely do. Yeah, so that was one. Another one was, and this one, I another one was the cutting of the hair. Yeah, I the, the, yeah that was in yeah. there too. The mm-hmm. mom, one of the girls is cutting her hair in the class. You know, on you were, Zoom, <laughs> on Zoom, Zoom in kindergarten. Yeah, or second grade. again, like, what do you say? Like, how can a kindergartner, how could they even have more than five minute attention span? They can't. They can't. They can't. And that's why my my son would draw during class. And mm-hmm. my, my husband then would come in and be like, he's drawing. He's supposed to be listening. And I was like, no, no. you got to let him just draw. Yeah. And he'll take it in. And, you know, but it, it was hard for those kindergartners. And that's where I got the best material because those kindergartners are so unfiltered. Mm-hmm. They will tell her exactly what they think. They will interrupt her all day long. And the teacher I kind of you know, was inspiring for this was his kindergarten teacher. And she was just so wonderful. And she would sing to them and just be so patient. And she was, you know, when you talk about that, I've got quite a few friends who are teachers. My sister is a teacher and Lori's sister-in-law and um, first grade teacher, kindergarten teachers, and would talk about how they had to just suddenly learn how to be online teachers, suddenly learn how to use the computer. Suddenly you're just pivot. Yeah. Like in the intense, change that was going through everywhere and just amazing because you think about you had to suddenly be an at-home parent monitoring everything that's going on in education but the teachers were amazing i watched it and i just the frustration but the joy when they would get it and just it was an amazing it was a year it was i'm so glad it's over (laughs) do you guys think that like this this school year like Kids of all ages will have a bigger memory of their teachers than they like. I because I I have a theory that everybody remembers like a kindergarten or first. You remember at least one yep. elementary school teacher. Oh, I who remember meant a them lot. up to eighth grade. Yeah, okay, yeah. but I mean, they're you're really fond of like when. But this year, yes. I feel like kids are really going to remember the. Teachers who made a difference. Yep. And and, and I think the families, too, because they were in our home. You right. know, they were in our home. Mm-hmm. And like in last a way, year. Yeah, in a way that never before. Just like I said, w- these special teachers, I, I've i grown kind of like used to them, too. Now, when I see them, I feel like they're friends because they're, you know, and one of the teachers is Mrs. Friends. Yeah. That's so fun. Miss Friends. I saw but that. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's, it's, yeah, they're in your home every day. And it's, mm-hmm. yeah, you, you won't forget it. And that's another thing about this book that I love that I did was it kind of documented this year of did, that no it? one will forget. I mean, mm-hmm. back, you know, 20 years from now, we'll be saying, remember that year when we had to do school online. Right. Like, it's never going to probably happen again in our lifetime. Right. Yeah. And, and Julie and I spent the last year and a half thanking the good Lord and the stars above that we didn't have kids because <laughs> we both really... We're wondering, like, how would we, how would we handle? It? But we were in the position of not having to deal with it. But we really both kind of got. We were. I, I really had such. I was so grateful, and I had such respect for the teachers, for the parents, parents yes. for what yeah. the kids were going through, because it's something we didn't yeah. know. And if you're just joining us, J. H. Curran, um, stories from Mrs. Robinson E. Learning Adventure. How can people get this book? So they can get it everywhere. Um, all your local Barnes and Nobles should have it. Oh, uh-huh. So yeah, it's on Amazon. It's at Target.com. It's um, you could you can get it everywhere. A lot of the independent stores I've been hitting up, and they've been starting to order it too. So they're yeah. it's there too. This weekend, I was going to tell you while I was here. This weekend, I'm going to be at the Kitty Wumpus in Hopkins. Okay, oh, wonderful. Doing a reading, a reading to the kids, and then That's a signing a after store. Yeah, from two to three. Oh, I love that store. That's mm-hmm. a, another locally owned, we woman owned store. Yeah. 
Marsh, Amy, she's fabulous. So yeah, I'm so excited to be there and reading to the kiddos and what was the teachers? What what have teachers' reactions been? They love it. You know, I was at a signing and it was the first time this had happened to me. A woman came up and she was like, "I just bought your book and read it yesterday. The whole thing." Well, it's a quick read. Yeah, because I read it today. It's a kids' book. Yeah. So she came up and she was like, "I looked everywhere, going." She has to be a teacher. Where does in here does yeah. it say she's a teacher? Because you like she's like you hit it right nail on the head. Like you you hit every point. I can't. It's like you were in the room, and I was like, well, I was in the room. <laughs> you know? like, that must. I, so does this so make she you want to like? What else are you going to start writing? No. Well, so I. That's the thing is, I have already have so much written because I've been doing it for fifteen years. Okay. So now, now I'm gonna, gonna I'm going to start. You make them making them a real books and yeah. getting them out to the world because they're just sitting on my computer and I was that that's one thing I I wanted to get this done by May to give it to the teachers and it was so nice because it made me finish it and get it out in the world and right. now I'm like ah oh, now that that humps over I just got to get the other ones out that I have sitting in my notebooks and computers and for like the last five years I've been writing every night and then reading what I write to my kids wow. in the morning. And we cuddle on the couch and, you know, I can remember once when my son was like three, he got up and started playing and I was like, Harry, I'm, I'm reading to you, yeah. you know, and he's like, mom, it's boring. And I was yeah. like, oh, thank you. I said, and I ditched it like that whole chapter I ditched. And then, then that night I rewrote it. So and then, children's books. So children yeah. mostly, but before children, I was writing adult books. Okay. So I do have some of those too. Okay. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Once I, you know, now I, all I do is read children's books like all the time. You sure. Know? So, it's so much fun. It's so what, was, fun. Okay, what was the last great um, kids book that you read? That you really oh. like that you that you'd recommend to somebody who's got you know kiddos. Um, kiddos well, yeah. You, oh, I have I have so so many, but you know we love my daughter and I really love. Um, oh, I always forget the name of it. She's gonna know it. Well, anyways, a picture book that we love is called Bloom, and it's about a little girl who. Um, it's about a fairy who's too dirty, and the kingdom doesn't want her anymore. Ooh. So and then. Um, they finally, the king, kingdom's coming to part and finally she has to come back to the kingdom and it's all about like girls can get dirty and yeah. it's what you can do oh, with anything. So but anyway, that's yeah. a good one too. I, lo- I love that. Well, mm-hmm. thank you so yeah, much. it was so fun. I'm, it's such a treat to see you again. Yes. And um, the book is Stories from Mrs. Robinson's E-Learning Adventures. We have two copies to give away we to have our two listeners. Here, yes. So give us a buzz. It's a children's book, 651-641-1071. But I think parents and teachers would really get a kick out of this because yeah. It's it's so fresh and it's so fun. And like you said, there's nothing out there like this. No, nope, nothing out there. And I'll be at the Kitty Wumpus on Saturday. So come and say hi from, from two to three. Perfect. Oh, I'm sorry. Two to, yeah, two to three. This was so, so fun. Thank you. Is so there anyone much. you want to say hi to? Well, hi to Julia and Harry because they're listening. And my hi, Julia and Harry. Yeah, yeah oh there you go. Those are the my kids. mom and my brother. Yes. I'm yes. Listening. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to thank the Academy. Yes. <laughs> Thanks so much. Thank you guys. So fun. All right, when we come back, we're going to Hollywood speak. The demand for red hair dye has gone up 163% in two weeks. What is the Hollywood speak on that? We'll tell you. What are you trying to say? Hollywood. Hollywood speaking. What is the meaning of this? All right, Holly. Yes. Um, you know, that was really the first, that was the second person, first studio guest besides Sarah Rogers. But I had to ask. I was like, oh, we're having people. Well, what I, is we, that like? Yeah, I know. It was kind <laughs> of, it was wild. Yeah. And by the way, um, our author, you know, um, 
Stories from Mrs. Robinson's e-learning adventure. adventure. She'll be at Kitty Wumpus from 1 to 3 on Saturday. Perfect. She was so excited. Yes. I love that that she was one of our, because that is always like we'd hire college kids to. I mean, they'd only be around for like maybe a season. A season. Mm Mm-hmm. Whatever the season might yeah, be. Yeah, doing so station been a promotions lot. events. Yes. Her energy is amazing. Yeah. That was super fun. Yes, very. Oh, gosh. Okay, so uh, do you guys know the Hollywood speak, the reason why uh, the demand for red hair dye has gone up 163% in the last two weeks? In the last two weeks. All right, I'm going to give out a couple ideas. Okay. Um, the Lucio Ball pictures from the film. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The um, um, Pippi Longstocking Broadway play that's been announced. The um, oh, yeah. Char- Strawberry Shark, uh, the Avengers movie with Black Widow. Did ding, she ding, have ding, the red ding, hair? Ding, 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 ding. Is that it? It is Black Widow because, okay. as we Scar- know, Hollywood's been inspiring. I mean, look at all the people that got a pixie cut back in the 60s with Mia Farrow. Yes. Totally that. Rachel with her friends, Bob. I mean, yes, it is Black Widow. Okay. It was a hundred percent. Yes, she All has right, started a hair trend, and you know what? I I love it because I red hair is so pretty, and there's so many shades of it that people can do. You could do strawberry blonde. You could do auburn. You can do bright red. You can do deep, rich kind of auburn. It looks so good on many skin tones, and people kind of forget about it. And well, look at Colleen. Yeah, I, that we work with. I sometimes wish hair. more people would go scarlet over blonde or try it. Why don't you? Well, Julia, you got a color got, appointment tonight. I've got a red wig that I always feel like quite a vixen in, and Casey is always following cl- me closely whenever I wear that. Well, it's <laughs> well. The time is now, Lori. And when I was when I was Martha Stewart, prison vixen, it was my red. Bob. That was a Halloween costume for people who are wondering who she's talking oh, about. Oh yeah, it they, wasn't when she was in the movie. No, it was when no, it wasn't Martha's porn movie, but it was the year she went to prison when she knit her poncho. Yes, yes. and I I wanted to have a a topical um, costume. She's already thought of her Halloween costume this upcoming year, Holly. Which would be what? Or, or, Casey Knight. It's like Knight. returning to normal that this thought even popped yeah. into your mind. Oh, I know. But I'm so excited about it because I love a cu- couple. Cu- we can be Johnny and Moira Rose. Yes. And Casey, you know, we can just darken his from, eyebrows up. From, from S Creek. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look I'm, at how excited she is. I'm like giddy, but that'll be one one week later or one week earlier is the Rolling Stones. I hope I don't wear myself out. Well, you wore us out today. No. Oh, okay. my gosh. Were you not a little stressed, Holly? Well, I just wanted it to happen. We were I'm, all getting the tickets with Lori and their show okay, earlier. Okay, and yes. FYI, Rolling Stones for October 24th. Those tickets are on sale. Go through Ticketmaster. Otherwise, you're paying, you know, uh, you know the stubbers, whatever you call them, the, you know, the resale place. Right. They're on sale, but you can only buy two at a time. 
Which seems so wrong to me. Yeah. That's unusual. Yeah. That's unusual. And also, they're going to ask you if you want to buy insurance to protect your tickets. That seems like a waste of new money. Why should you have to buy insurance when you're already paying all the fees and everything? Okay, that's Julia, I said no to that, okay. and it really made me mad, but I just kept getting rejected and then getting panicked, and I was hoping that Did you nothing... buy it? No, I didn't okay. buy it. Hell no. All right, well, I <laughs> no. don't know. I'm wondering you if you don't even... buy the insurance from the rental car places, and yeah. Because your credit card protects you. Yeah, there you okay. go. All right, okay, Cardi B reveals why she's not having a baby Shower for a second child with husband offset. Uh, I think because you're not supposed to have a baby shower for the second baby. I was supposed to hardly speak. Yeah. I I, never understood this having a baby shower for number two. You're not supposed to. You've already gone gone to the well once. No, because you got married. And then you got engaged. No, you've been to the well at least three (laughs) times by my account. Well, and then some people want you to go to well for the engagement party, then the bridal shower. That's right. No, it's too much. Do not agree to be in a wedding. You guys are assuming people are getting married and having children. Not everybody does that. No, I know. I know they don't. But I'm just, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't think baby shower. I'm, I've always, I've always, I guess that's old school, but to me, it seems like it's, it's overkill, and you should know that. And then if you had As to go a second to the... child, it's not a surprise now. That's like inviting everybody to your second wedding anniversary. So what? Who cares? Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or do, is this a thing now? That, no. Am I offending everybody who's had a second baby shower? No, I think everybody whose friends have had one are agreeing with you. Yeah. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Oh, God. Okay, here's another thing. Um, Halsey. Halsey is mad at Allure magazine. She said, hey, Allure magazine, first year writer made a focal point in my cover story about my pronouns. And now you guys deliberately disrespected them by not using them in the article. And she's deleted these tweets. Here's I mean, they used she and her, but didn't use them. She and they. No, no, no. Here. Okay. Pronouns. This is going to be such a problem, you guys, in journalism. I'm just saying, as a, it goes against all standards of English. So until journalists and editors, they've all died that don't remember the um, standards of English when using they and them in print and stuff, it doesn't look right. So someone will just come right through and spell check, spell check, do it. And I mean, we're going to have to start using nouns like gifted artist, talented singer to get you get yourself out of the they them conundrum when writing or doing headlines. Mm -hmm. That's what I think. All right. I'm with you. What do you think, Holly? You can already see that happening. You can. When discussing uh, certain artists who are using they them pronouns. It's easier just to give, uh, you know, just to use another noun and just describe them as just artist yes the artist the gifted artist and anyway but she got very mad at allure magazine and i just think you know what just give us a minute halsey don't start being the pronoun police you and demi lovato i know you know i mean it's it's well halsey said that they use she and they they did she and they which is very confusing so then the article used she and so yeah, it, you know, it, so it's just one so of those. What things. was she so mad about? I don't know. Yeah, she's just being P 
picky because she just had a baby and her vagina hurts. Oh, oh, <laughs> that's not okay. even speak. Okay, okay. She truly I'm sure that's what everyone was just thinking right now. Oh. Holy cow! Who are you? But she tweeted it and then deleted it. But I'm just saying that might make a girl crabby. She shouldn't be on social media right now. Okay, but the hormone, I'm just saying, that was a very, that seemed too particular. But I would agree that it is. It's going to take a minute. I think you have to use different descriptions when describing people because. Because they is plural and it doesn't make sense. It's so hard. And them is plural and it doesn't make sense always within the context of how you're saying it. So, yes, we are going to have to get out our little Thesauruses online or however we do it and start finding some other words, Mm -hmm. you know, Halsey, gifted and no longer tweeting artist (laughs) with a sore vagina. Well, Julia, it's only been a couple weeks. You can't tell me everything is Holly, just happy. Happy just went quiet. Yeah, it's no. been I, a week. I it's think, been a week. I think she <laughs> fell off her chair. It's like, what is this show? What are we doing here? <laughs> Good lord! All right. Well, thank you for that, Lorene. Yeah. Well, all right. Maybe one of we're still on the air. Yeah. This has been a very here e- we are eventful day. This is Lori and Julia. We'll be right back.